Hey guys, guess who's back again? We're back, Bossy Bonitos. We are here starting 2018 off strong, all about self-care and mental health, so you won't want to miss it. That's right. Keep listening. What's up, guys? Guess what? We're back. We're back. Bossy Bonitas here. That's right. You're listening to the show with your girl, Leslie Ambriz. And Candice Cruz. And you should have seen the little dance that she just did. She just did a little shimmy shimmy. It's great. I'm all about the shimmy. It's great. Oh, it's so weird to be back. I know. A lot has happened in the last two months. I know. It's... Ooh, guys. So... We uh-huh. did it. Okay. Happy disclaimer. 2018, by the way. Yeah, 2018's been great. It's been so great that Candace and I haven't had a time <laughs> to sit down together. I was a consistent like, hey, I'm free to record it this time. Oh, I'm not. How about you this time? Oh, sorry, I can't. I have something to do. This time, oh, no, sorry. And finally, tonight, because it's nighttime that we're recording this. You don't know this, but we do, and now now you do, too. Um. Yeah, we finally found a time. So here we are chatting. I will say it's very weird seeing you because I haven't seen you in 2018. Yeah, yet. it's been a long time. Yeah, like genuinely, it's been like a- everything went dormant for like November and December in Los Angeles, and I don't know about any other city, but people don't mess around when they come back after no, the holidays. They come it's in just full like force. boom. Let's it's go. like okay, I got 20 projects done and blah blah blah, and it's like. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Santa Slow just up. came. Jesus was just born again. Let's let's calm it down a little bit, please. Uh-uh. Uh, welcome. I'm a lot funnier than I used to be. Or not. Same jokes. I thought you weren't rested. Only Candace laughs. Huh? I thought you were not rested. I'm not. It this sounds is, like you're really rested or you're slap happy. One of the it's two. It's a little slap happy, you know? Um, got my radio voice on now. Oh, hello. Um, but no, seriously, we just... Um, we love you guys and we missed you and we're happy to be back. And thank you for anyone who binged on those three episodes because I know you like listening to these voices. Um, and if you like repeatedly listen to the episodes. We love you even more. I didn't, but I love you for doing it. <laughs> it's weird to hear the sound of your own voice. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, find my voice rather soothing. Do you really? You do have a nice radio voice. I was being sarcastic. Oh, but, thank but you, you do. It's like that. You have like that nice rasp. I always love the days when I go to the gas station and then people stare at me and they're like, I love your voice. And I'm like, that happens. Yes. That's kind of weird. Dude. And I had someone in the same day, mind you, I go to Starbucks and the girl looks at me and I have a baseball cap on and she stares underneath the baseball cap and she's like, does anyone ever tell you you sound exactly like Emma Stone? Oh, okay. And I was like, I've gotten that a time or two. Same day. Two hours later, I go to another store. I'm talking. He's like, we have some cough drops around the way. Are you sick? (laughs) It's like, no, I actually sound like this regularly. Thank you. You got elevated and then just just dropped right away. Done. Damn, dude. Depends on some people love it. Some people hate it. I think it's nice. Thank you. Clearly, we have somewhat of a following. I think so, too. Or they just love me. (laughs) The face... Candace is about to kill me in the booth right now. Um, anyway, so we're talking about very zen things today. Well, um, I think... Uh, you want to introduce the people? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we've both been talking a lot, even though we haven't seen each other that much, um, about like coming into 2018 and there's so much expectation coming into a new year. I think there's automatically this 
surmountable amount of pressure that we put on ourselves to hit all these marks and be successful and we have to do this 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 and this and finish everything off our checklist and I know I've been guilty of it and I know you've had so much on your plate and there's been a lot of different things that have been happening for both of us um that it just seemed really right to kind of bring in the new year talking all about self-care and um just self-help and you know really taking care of yourself because as much as we're trying to be successful and boss babes or boss men out there I think it all starts from like taking care of yourself at the same time too. Which is a lot easier said than done. It's a lot (laughs) easier said than done. I actually was flipping through Instagram, no surprise Mm -hmm. there, before I came in here and it really like hit home for me. I'm trying to find the quote here. It says, your worth is not measured by your productivity. Productivity? Mm -hmm. Productivity? Productivity. Either way. Sure. Being busy shouldn't be a status symbol. And besides, there are a number of studies that show that your productivity isn't about how many hours you work. It's how you spend them. And so I think that really hit home for me because I don't know about you, but when people are like, hey, how have you been? What's going on? How are you? It's like, oh, my God, I've been so busy. Mm -hmm. First instinct to say it's either I'm good or I'm busy. Or I've been lazy. I've never heard that. Really? And no. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I've just been kicking back, lazy. And then you get weird looks. I- I've said that. Okay, um, I've never said that. And then that. you get weird, because if I haven't, I'm like too brutally honest. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, how was your weekend? And I was at home, I'll be like, oh, I just stayed at home. And I mean, then that's people nice, give you, though. But people give you weird looks out here where they're just like, oh. You didn't do anything? You're not updating your resume, your LinkedIn, your Actors Access, your IMDb, your... LA casting, I don't know, whatever else things. I'm sure, and I'm you sure didn't it's set up your domain for your website. You like, didn't like go on like five dates and have a great love life and mm-hmm. go do all of the different errands no, that you Santa needed to do. Santa won't leave you alone. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kind Santa of. won't leave you alone. Is that what I didn't you say, said? I know. I said, I'm sad and alone. Oh, I nice. said, Santa you, won't leave you thank alone. Thank you for making me repeat that. Now I feel like trash. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm joking. I'm very content. Oh, um, my God. Says the person who's not. <laughs> case in point yeah, why we sorry. need to talk about this clearly i'm a mess um but yeah i mean it's just especially self-care mental health taking care of yourself mm-hmm. is something that candace and i are very passionate about and even going off of what you said right now how you know it's naturally an instinct to say oh i've i've been busy and doing a laundry list of what all you've done. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've been Because it's like you have to this. prove that you've been productive and that you're a... Worthy. That you're worthy of attention one day. And we work towards this like idea of fame and being recognized. Mm-hmm. And how much more different would it be if we just work towards things that we enjoyed doing them, regardless if that amounted into like monetary success or anything like that? I feel like that would like lift just this huge weight off of our shoulders. Um Easier said than done. Oh, my God. But one thing that I remember, I forgot who said it. I read it in like an Instagram post somewhere, I think, which clearly I need to do better at reading things Um, (laughs) like or where I read them. But it said it was talking about how instead of saying I'm busy, you answer with like, oh, like my life is really full right now. Because then yeah. it's like you're saying you're, my life has been full of things that I enjoy doing or my life is full of things that are a little challenging right now. But at no point are you complaining about what 
what's been like bestowed upon you or what you've like worked towards that you've now gained. And blessings and things that you've been wanting mm-hmm. for so long, whether or not they're at the, the caliber that you want them to be at, yeah. you're striving towards something. And if you look back five years ago where you were dreaming for what you've, you're doing right mm-hmm. now. So when you almost like minimize it down to being a thing on your checkoff list or like things that I've been busy, it like kind of, negates all the hard work that you put into it it's like we should be grateful for all the opportunities that we we yeah. have no matter how much pressure is is on us or the pressure that i think for me coming from me personally i put on myself mm-hmm. no one's putting this pressure on me outside of me no one outside is being like you need to do this yeah except a couple people but you know that's just <laughs> because we have deadlines mm-hmm. but other than that like you talked me off the ledge the other day not gonna lie I'm driving in my car. Like, I did? Freaking out. Yes. Oh, and, okay. I know. What you're yes, talking yes, about yes. Now. We were talking about like all the, the stuff that I had to do. And I guess I had this sense of panic in my voice. And Leslie knows me so well that she's like, listen, she has this very soothing voice and she slows down and just says, you have so many amazing things going for you. And she lists off all the things that I forget or I don't look at. And I was like, okay, I'm better now. Like, sometimes you just have to hear it. Yeah. So sappy when you cry. Um, No, that's so sweet. I made you cry. That's so sweet. No, you didn't make me cry. I'm just like, oh, it's like, it's really nice. Because you know when you like, when you have to like call a friend out, you Mm -hmm. don't really, you think about it for like a split second of how will they receive this or not. And to like hear that, because I think we ended the conversation very abruptly because I had to go or you had to go. It wasn't very long after. Something. But um, I was like, oh, well, hope that went well. So it's nice to hear that my instinct was right. And like it wasn't like, oh, let me just tell her all these like, haha, told you so things. So, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. What a sweet moment on Bossy Bonitas. <gasps> Look uh, at us. We're so... We're so great. Well, I think, too, I forget we are very great, just saying. But um, I think a lot of millennials, for sure, I mean, I can only speak from that because I am one. Mm -hmm, But I think there's a lot of, like, hype about self-care, but not a lot of us actually, like, follow through and practice it. It's like, it's a trendy thing to do, quote unquote, to be like. Well, it's like. It's become this thing where it's supposed to be, hey, take care of your mental health, take care of your emotional health. Right. And it's become this like, go spend all this money and get a spa and yeah. um, go out with your girlfriends for brunch and drink mimosas until you can't hold it any longer. Like, I don't know. That's, <laughs> you can't hold the cup or no, you gotta you pee, eat you know, either one. But I, I remember a long time ago reading an article about that saying how like, people have looked at the self-care movement and taken it into something and made it a commercial and materialistic thing when in reality it's as simple as choosing to stay in one night instead of going out or picking up your favorite book and just doing something that you enjoy that isn't an obligation because yeah some some people might enjoy their work and they're doing the thing that they love but it's still work you know Mm -hmm. and you have to allow your brain to rest and allow yourself to separate from that and then even i was i forgot to mention it but you said something earlier about how like we have all these pressures upon us i think especially and this is from my point of view but like being a child of immigrants Mm -hmm. is the 
um, this expectation that my parents never put on me, but it's just kind of sits there of I need to I need to do the greatest. I need to be the best in whatever it is that I pursue so that you know that you didn't come here in vain, so that all of the hard work and all the things that you went through and that my grandparents went through was for a good reason. And so that they have something to say back to family that's, uh, my family's from Mexico, so they have something to say back to the family in Mexico and be like, oh look, we came here and look at what our family has amounted to because of this. And that in itself is like terrifying sometimes. Um, and I know my parents don't put it upon me and they've always encouraged me just to do my best and whatever it is I do, but it's still, it's still sitting there in the back of your head. And even I'm slightly political for a second, but like even then with the rhetoric around immigration mm-hmm. being so negative, you want to prove that wrong even more. And, and, and even being a minority going off of that mm-hmm. is like, even though you may not be a first generation or technically you are not an immigrant, like you come from this background that in the in the climate that we're living in right now is very much that you have to prove yourself regardless because with the conversation whether you're a female or whether you're you're latino or you're african american or you're from like a different ancestry whatever it may be if you are not a straight white male i mean if you're if you're gay if you're anything that's outside of the norm of a white male that has been born into this power you have to prove yourself Mm -hmm. in some way shape form or fashion it's changing cool but it's still this added pressure that everyone is raised with in different ways Mm -hmm. that you almost like subconsciously put that on yourself and i think even as as young adults and being this generation that's coming into like so much mess and so much chaos and we're just not coming into the workforce or we've been in the workforce for like four to five years, it's so much pressure to prove that we are hardworking. We're some of the most hardworking people that there are, but we don't get the credit for it because we have a phone in our hand and because we have so many other like distractions. Yeah. But we still work so hard and for what? Mm -hmm. But you know what's beautiful about all of that is like, yes, it's chaotic and everything's Mm -hmm. bad, but I feel like if anything good came out of the social and political political climate of now it's that more people are starting to unify yes where even straight white males are starting to pick up their friends who are different from them and saying hey my life has been a little easier Mm -hmm. or a lot easier depending on who you are um based on just simply what i was born into i'm going to grab you by the hand and i'm going to help you and we're going to get you up so that you can achieve the same things that i am yeah i think it's amazing Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I've seen a lot more and more of that. And I mean, again, we're very blessed on where we're located because there are a lot of places in this world and a lot of places within this country that still don't get to have that. So I think it's even more important in this day and age and this time that we're in to like really do make sure that we take that moment to breathe and to reassess where we're at and reevaluate like who we are as people, not what we do, Mm -hmm. not what we accomplish, not how much time we spend on our computer or on our phone and not assessing our worth in comparison to the, the Instagram model that you're scrolling through and, and seeing all this stuff, you know, to be able to really silence all of that because at the end of the day, that's all you have is you Mm -hmm. and so if you're not taking care of you when all of that other mess goes away what are you left with nothing so it's like it's so important and Mm -hmm. i i think i'm i'm realizing the 
importance of it more and more. And I think that that's what I'm trying to devote a lot of 2018 to. But I we did make up a list of a lot of different things that people can do. We to... did, yeah. And even stuff that, I mean, we do it too. Um, just to practice that art of self-care. Yeah. And when we actually... And free. Yeah. When we actually take a step back and relax because yeah. we're both really bad at it. Um, if we're being completely candid, um, I know that both of us use the one and not none of this. Some of them are apps. None of this is sponsored or anything. We wish like, hey, hit us up, guys. You this want is Bossy to. Bonitas. We ain't there yet. But like you want to send some money my way. That's fine with me. I will take some pressure off. I will gladly um, promote your brand as long as it's nothing weird um but anyways point of the story i think i am slap happy today um is this app called headspace and i'm sure a lot of people have heard of it it's very popular now mm-hmm. and it's basically a meditation app with this very soothing british voice oh he's so amazing nice. i'm like talk to me more please please i'll just um, lay here and listen to you sure and you get to like pick like oh i want specific meditations on stress or i want meditations on anger and it's not on stress and anger but it's how to combat those things Mm -hmm. and bring you to this place of just complete peace and rest and I know I've been doing it not daily but I do it probably weekly now and it's helped so much where I get home um, from just a long day and I will literally sit on my carpet in my living room Mm -hmm. put on some headphones listen to the app and just let it play and going into the rest of my evening and my night has literally been a complete yeah. difference. It takes the fog away. They even have one for like when you're on an airplane, which I... Oh, I didn't know yeah, that Yeah, you can sit on the airplane if you have anxiety on an airplane, mm-hmm. then you can use it. But another good one outside of Headspace, because I love Headspace, um, and it's so easy, because I'm one of those people, it's really hard to shut my mind off. And meditation isn't shutting it off, but just dealing with the the passing traffic it's just really hard it's for me becoming like self-aware yeah like, exactly yeah. um another one that's really good is deepak Cho- uh and oprah deepak chopra deepak, no. deepak, deepak oprah. and oprah they did a 21 guided 21 day guided meditation okay you gotta be specific there i was like did she just mix up two names i did i meant to say deepak and oprah but i did you were like deepak oprah i was like oh where's she going with this i didn't know that they yeah and it's it's amazing um, I'm trying to find it as I pull up my Instagram and I see a cute puppy. These of are course, the things. See, again, distraction. Easily distracted. While she pulls that up, um, there's also another thing that I've been doing recently is a signed up for yoga, like a basic LA chick. I can't um, touch my toes. Neither can, really oh, I can't, I can't do it. And you know what? The first time I went, <laughs> I didn't realize how tired I was. And they end the sessions with you lying flat on your back. <laughs> and you're supposed to, med- you know where this is going. You're supposed to meditate and just take it all in, breathe in and out. Be at one with your body and one with the world. <laughs> Your girl fell asleep. Uh-uh. Like, I literally... Did you have the drool? I woke Dude. up. I, like, was having, like, very... Vi- like, I don't remember what I was dreaming. I just remember it was very vivid. Like, I was having a good sleep. And I wake up, and I look around, and I was like, oh. I mean, I was probably out for, like, three minutes. But I, like... I was like, wait, where... Oh, I'm at yoga. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Um, I don't know why I find this that funny. No, but girl. And those... When you fall asleep in public, there's a lot of things your body feels, could do that could really... Long. That could really embarrass you that you don't know what's going on. 
<laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't need to go it into details. It feels a lot longer when you sleep for three minutes in a public space than if it yeah. was like 20 minutes somewhere else. It is Oprah and Deepak's 21-day guided meditation, meditation mm. experience. And it, every day is different guided meditations about different things and mm-hmm. they I, I mean they're rather long they're not short so be prepared maybe do headspace first to kind of get into that modality of it because headspace is typically about 10 minutes and oprah's is a i think about 25 30 oh, okay. minutes yeah but um definitely check those two out i outside of yoga i can't touch my toes i do bar <laughs> method which i still can't touch my toes but it stretches me out i really like bar method and then I love working out I've heard the, oh, personally you do. I don't I really do I feel like it's the one time that either my brain shuts off or like it just has this like clarity of things just fall into place and I don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. but that's one of my things that I love I do need to get a massage since I've been working out it's hurting I just need I need to do that first part I need to work out <laughs> I did soul cycle the other day uh-huh. that that's another one that I really, Is really enjoy. Is that the enjoy. one where they yell like really positive things at you? Yes. Like you are amazing and you're like, yes. but I'm sweaty and tired. <laughs> but they have like this, mm-hmm. the music changes, but they have this like uplifting spirit and these candles that are burning that I'll are grapefruit that just day. like energize you. And there's affirmations on the wall and it's trendy AF in LA. So you got to make it through when you see all these other really fit people. It's like, yeah. If I can make it through an hour, I can do anything. I walk out with like this some type of swagger when I leave. Do you really? I feel like I would walk out. I would get off the bike and fall over. I almost did this time around. I started seeing dots. Oh, I remember. You know, I didn't. I've never done Soul Cycle, but I once took. This is how I don't. How much I don't work out, everyone. Um. So anyone wants to offer me like free like. Uh, she about the free tonight. I will take that too. I am broke. Okay, not real. No, I'm not really. I'm. I thank God I'm not broke. There's people who are actually broke. That's offensive to them. Um, but. Anyways, I took a spin cycle class at a local gym near my house, and it was this little old man. Oh, no. Who was leading it. But wait, I walked in, I was like, ah, this is what I get for trying to be cheap. Like, this little old man, what is he going to teach me? Girl, 15 minutes in, I was sweating, I was panting. Uh-uh. And he was just like, and he was on this. it. He yeah. was on it. And Ooh. he was playing like some Celia Cruz, like while Ooh. he was up in there. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for judging you, like on my little bike, trying to relieve the tension oh it was bad but yeah exercise is great my mom tells me it's a great stress reliever you should do it more often and then i'm like but my pants don't fit yeah i should okay um (laughs) so thanks mom for encouraging me to stress out less by working out well find another hobby that you enjoy i do i do i love reading Um, nice books bubble bath i need to do that Wow, I haven't taken a bubble bath since I was like five. Oh my God, and you get like the little tray and you no, have your book and you have the candles. I took one about a few months ago. That's too long. Well, you know what? I, you got to scrub the tub, get it all clean. Mm, it's too much work. I'm lazy. Fine. Well, I also love when my phone dies. I know that sounds very weird, mm-hmm. but because then it gives me an excuse for it to turn off. I don't have to feel guilty about it. I'm like... Because if it's on, I'm going to use it. You could just turn it off yourself. But then but then I have like I can at least say my phone died rather than it was off. You could lie. <laughs> I'm revealing way too much today. I'm going to edit a lot of this So stuff. that's why you don't answer my calls. I see what you're no, doing. No, but you know, you know what you're saying is right. I am a friend of mine 
and I, she was better at it than I was. We took a social media break at the <gasps> beginning of the year. I need to. And honestly, like it was the most, it was the nicest thing I've ever done. So nice. I had nothing to worry about. Yeah, there were times I was like, oh, I need to check what's going on here. And I would upload Instagram again. But to even just not, to not be able to see what was going on and to kind of be unplugged, even though I was still like using my phone and talking to my friends. Mm -hmm. One, it increased my relationship with my friends. I started texting people a lot more. Yep. Whenever I hung out with people, it wasn't, oh, hey, I saw you did this on Instagram. It was like actually genuine conversation, which you would think like, no, we're fine. We don't fall for these things. No, we do. We think that we're so connected to people just because we like thumb through their but it's been insta more stories disconnected. yeah it's so disconnecting so honestly i highly recommend a social media cleanse especially for creatives um mm -hmm. you you will notice that the times that you're not on social media you're spending reading you're spending consuming other people's art watching you know movies whatever it is if you're a musician you know you're starting to play more music um if you're, you know, a spiritual use or into a certain faith, you start to go into those things a lot more and actually practicing the disciplines there. And it's just really relieving. We don't realize how much social media we can and just media in general, we consume and consume and consume on a daily basis and how much it takes up so much unnecessary space in our brains. I realize and it hurts the amount. And I've noticed, mm -hmm. too, like speaking of the books and everything, how hard it is for me I used to love reading. Like I would read like a book a week. And I find myself having such a hard time sitting there and reading my book without picking up my phone every few seconds to check what's going on, even oh, with wow. a book in my hand. So it's gotten to that point to where like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that definitely, I mean, there's so many other things. You can do a staycation, do a gratitude list, which I really liked. Oh, yeah. You can dance. Journal. I'm oh, not good dancing at is great. That releases. Oh my gosh, go All to go to a club. If you're not about the club, go out with take friends. Take a dance class. Take a dance class. Just turn on some music in your living room, like. I, I, my first option was the club, as if I'm in the club all the time. I'm like, what I, do you never, go to clubs? I never go out. I don't out. ever see you go out in clubs, girl. <laughs> no. Nah. Like, where Hi, you mom. Be? I don't um, go either, so maybe that's why I'm not no, seeing I you. No, I just, I can't, I can't deal. It's like, <laughs> you're, you're dancing around. You're like, please, nobody touch me. I'm just trying to relieve stress and get down. But then you got like creepy man over here waiting, and you're like, uh, no. Anyways, the club, not for everyone, not for me. Um, Volunteer is another one volunteering yeah that's a great way to step outside of yourself and because then you have to give and i think sometimes mm -hmm. when we realize how lucky and fortunate that we are you kind of slow down a it little puts bit you into perspective mm -hmm. of like what are the things that matter and then i know especially for me um i you guys all know this already i am a christian um so it's just spirituality is a big deal and you know whenever i am in a moment of stress or i try to start my morning with worship music. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorites is Stephanie Gretzinger. She has this amazing album that's Aww. just, have you listened to it? I have not, I'll but it sounds it amazing. You. I'm very big into MSC. Oh yeah, Mosaic. I mean, I go to Mosaic. So shout out to Mosaic, Mosaic. in Los Angeles. It's a, that's a good And Erwin, he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a good guy. And his books. He's I've got never great read books. his books, but he's mm -hmm. a good guy. Um, but yeah, like worship music, mosaic, you know, whatever Bethel Hill song, whatever your jam is there. Um, there, that's like my favorite go-to. Also, this is weird, but sometimes like I'll walk because Catholic churches are always open. 
Um, they're always open. Oh. Like anybody can come in and pray. But I've gone in there just because it's a nice place and it's quiet and they're beautiful and just go sit and read. Yeah. You know, it's kind of strange, but that's something I like to well, do. You feel comfortable and you mm-hmm. feel comforted. You do. And I know not, like I know that. we mentioned headspace earlier and not everyone is comfortable with meditation um, or, you know, yoga necessarily, but the Abide app, if you are, if you read the Bible, um, the Abide app, basically this man, he doesn't have a British voice like the headspace guy, Dang it! but he reads, he repeatedly reads like a verse to you. Um, and it has like little streams of water or different like ambience, uh, ambient ambience, ambient music in the background. Ambience music, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, ambience. Or even just like just praying um, and even just remembering that like uh, like we're not here for ourselves. Like our life is not for our own. I specifically believe that like my life is here to glorify God in all that I do. And whenever I step outside of myself and realize that, it's like, oh. Why am I stressing out about, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to do this? Why don't I just focus on like loving God and loving other people on a day-to-day basis? And that's what's important. And all the successes in life, that's all going to come um, just naturally. And But yeah, that's just like my thing. Obviously, everybody has different belief systems and, and different if you do, ways then, that you go around. Whatever faith you abide by, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian as well, but... I've definitely moving out here. I've been exposed to so many more and I just think it's a, a beautiful thing to have some type of faith. So whatever that may be, whether you're Buddhist, Jewish, Hindi, Hindu, Christian, whatever it may be, I think just grounding yourself in whatever you believe in and get back to your roots exactly, of yeah. your morals and, and really find that silence and that peace wherever you find it, I think is definitely mm-hmm. the way to go. And, and that brings us to like the mental health thing. I know that, it's such a taboo, not only in America, but definitely in Latino culture. Especially to, in Latino culture. Especially in Latino culture to like silence yourself or deal with it like internally and shut down. Like mm-hmm. it's, you have to be strong. And if you have any moment of weakness, it's just looked down upon. And I think that it's definitely something to be aware of. And I think a lot of the stuff that we talked about before will help prior to medication. But at the same time, there are things that like, there's only so much that can be helped and that yeah. you really need do need to we, work with a professional and like have that moment of like working with a therapist. Yeah, therapy or... is amazing. And I know especially um, I recently I'm currently working on doing research in in mental health just as a side project that I'm doing. And I was speaking to one of the top researchers in Latino mental health. Mm-hmm. And his name said Sergio Aguilar Gaxiola. If you just type in his name on Google, he has like all these amazing studies and the man is brilliant. But he basically described the Latino community as or the culture, the in culture as a broad culture, because we know there's little segments of it, is a culture of silence. Mm-hmm. Where we would rather brush things under the rug instead of actually bringing them to the surface and talking about the hard things that we're dealing with because you don't want to disappoint your parents or you don't want to anger them or you don't know how they're going to react or you're going to be told, no, 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 you're just thinking negatively. Like put your mind to positive thoughts and you'll be fine. Or, oh, um, toughen up, especially for guys. I know guys oh, get God, that a yeah. lot. Toughen up, stop being a wimp, you'll be fine. It's like, no, we need to, we need to actually talk about these things. And the only way that we're ever going to get to that place is for our our generation because our parents generation was not raised to think like that Mm -hmm. so the younger you know millennials gen z and 
yeah, just coming up forward and being like, hey, like, I struggle with depression or I struggle with anxiety and I'm going to share it with my family and I don't know how they're going to react, but we're going to talk about it. And you might find out that your parent actually struggles with something along those lines. They've just never dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're angry and they lash out or that's why they're quiet and they, you know, are very to themselves. You know, there's so many reasons why people are the way they are. And it's funny that the minute you start to share your own story, somebody comes out of the woods and they're like, well, actually... I felt that way too. I felt that way too. Yeah. It's really nice to hear that. So yeah, let's break, as Latinos, you know, let's break that. Let's no longer be identified as that the culture of silence and let's break it apart. I mean, this is not even related to Latinos, but I read, I was reading reading this amazing book um, by um pastor. His name is John Mark Comer. And he's, he says this fact, and it's in 2010, and I might get the numbers wrong, um, but in 2010, over 253 million out of 311 million Americans were on prescribed medications and specifically prescribed for depression and anxiety. And to me, yes, a lot, it is a chemical imbalance. Obviously, that's one of the factors of it. It's also But another factor of it is overprescribing. There's um, people who, you know, there's a, besides a chemical imbalance, there is a root issue that we're not dealing with. Like, I struggle with anxiety, and I know that there are root issues deep within me that I keep pushing under the rug, and that I keep saying, no, 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 I'll deal with that later. Mm -hmm. But if I actually brought that up and dealt with it, how much less would my struggle be, you know? Yeah. And I know that's, I'm not, I know that I'm not the only one thinking of that, and I mean, Candace, how do you, um, you know, because I know you do, you do get stressed out easily. And yeah. if you're okay with me sharing that, yeah, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I've dealt with depression before, um, especially in high school. Um, I actually had OCD really bad, which is if for any of you all that don't know, obsessive compulsive disorder or any eating disorder or any of those are all combined and and close to depression. And depression runs in my family, so it is something that again, it is um, chemically something that does alter. And I was on prescription in high school for depression. And for me, it didn't work because I felt numb and I don't like feeling numb. Um, I would rather have extreme emotions than none at all. For other people, it did like a friend of mine that was in my sorority. She it balanced her out to where it was good levels. I think everyone reacts to it differently. But for me personally, it did help getting into like the stuff that we were talking about earlier is like really just you know, busying myself and um, kind of quieting all of the, the mess and really forcing myself to deal with things. Um, but again, it, it changes. And I I really believe in like talking to people in therapy. I, I don't go to a therapist, but I'm in acting class. So that's close <laughs> second right there. I used to do this. It's a lot um, of therapy. It yeah. is a lot of therapy. And especially with I have such an amazing group of people in a community that surround me that they call me out on my BS and like they also calm me down and also let me feel and create a safe space. So whatever that may be, again, they're not certified therapists, but it helps me. So I found mm -hmm. something that really does like help me get through things. And yeah. um, but yeah, I do deal with a lot of stress. And I think a lot of that comes from severe anxiety. Um, but I just learned how to quiet it a lot. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think there's one when we were talking about the, the the 
culture of silence. Have you seen One Day at a Time? Yeah. Uh-huh. That episode, like, that in the first season where she gets, um, I don't know what type of medication. It was for anxiety or, like, for her PTSD. Mm-hmm. And her mom... Very Cuban and very proud. Rita Moreno. Yes, I love her. She's so good. She even, she gets so upset that she's on medication and all this other stuff. And I think it brings such a forefront and a conversation to that um, culture. And the doctor even said, if you had something wrong with your heart, couldn't I prescribe you a medication? You take it. She'd be like, well, maybe. That was part of the joke. But either Mm -hmm. way, but he was like, okay, so your brain is the same thing. There's something wrong that needs more attention than what you're giving it, then you need to take care of it. Yeah. So I think whatever works best for you, but again, we're not licensed medical people. No, not at all. And I know like not even everyone can afford going to therapy. So even just like- They have apps now though. They have free apps mm -hmm. that literally you can call a therapist and they're- Yes. I didn't know this. I will find out what that is and put that in a link somewhere. But there's actually an app that there is 24 hour helpline that you can call and I think it's like, it's very cheap. You can either do it for free for a couple of times or you pay like, I think 10 bucks or whatever it may be. And someone that's a licensed therapist will be on the other end that will talk you through things. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you can't afford therapy, download Go to an that. App. Yeah, I will find so out what nice. that app is. But yeah, they, oh I gosh. mean, we live in a generation nowadays that there's not really an excuse for certain things. Not always. I mean, that's not negating, you know, situations, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. There's, there's something out there. I mean, it's it's just, it's really crazy to me that even while I'm doing my research, finding out that not a lot of people, especially in the Latino community, are, you know, talking about mental health issues. Talk space. Oh, there we go. Talk space. That's the app, guys. <laughs> Download it. You got your therapist. But I was listen the reason I bring that up is because we don't realize how much a lot of mental health issues also stem from like our environment and the things that we've gone through. And I was listening this morning to the New York Times has this amazing podcast called The Daily. And the whole episode was dedicated to a journalist went to a call center in Puerto Rico. And this was Mm -hmm. after the hurricane happened. And basically she tells a story of how she was at the call center and got to know this woman who worked there. And the woman was on the phone and she's narrating the entire time on the phone with the woman who wanted to kill herself. Because she, go listen to it, it's amazing. But long story short is she had just gotten this amazing job at this, I think it was like a retail location. She had saved up enough money to finally move out on her own. She was doing so well for herself. And then the hurricane hit and she lost her job. And just things kept coming at one after the other, just working against her. So the entire time, um, they're just telling the story of the woman at the call center, like, talking the woman down to like you know hey like i want you to go to your um to your neighbor's house and i want to talk to your neighbor and have her neighbor get the pills and take them away from her and just showing how much the effect of like a tragedy can have upon someone to where they want to commit um commit suicide and that's the one story out of so many Mm -hmm. um even from this one event so i can't imagine in the world where much more insane things have happened you know what PTSD or what traumatic um, depression, anxiety, different things are people going through. And like I said, the only way to combat this is for us to start talking about it Mm -hmm. and to stop 
being like, oh, I don't know if anybody else. No, you're not weird if you suffer from depression or anxiety. You're not strange. You're normal. Um, if you are bipolar, schizophrenic, whatever it is, you're not crazy. You just need to start talking to somebody. And if you don't have that person, journaling is a great way to help. Um, or be the person that starts talking about it in your family and starts talking about it in your community. And if your family situation is not the best, talk to a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, find find somebody and talk out your issues because if you if you don't, and I mean, if anybody wants to, you know, tweet Hit us, us up. Instagram, you DM, know, whatever, DM, we're here for share you. Your story, we're here for you. Um, there's so many, there's so many outlets to speak. Start your own podcast. Hey, it's a great way to just rant. Um, no, I think, I think definitely, and especially, I mean, we are two Latinas that have experienced this, like in our lifetime and through family members, I'm sure, and like ourselves. So. I know I'm I'm guilty of the the silence a lot of like just holding everything in and eventually that's going to combust guys so just kind of take care of yourself and if you ever need anything hit us up because that's what we're here for <laughs> we're bossy and we're bosses and you know bosses got to take care of yourselves so it doesn't matter because you can't function at the highest capacity that you are 100% capable of being if you don't take care of the groundwork first. You can't mm-hmm. build a house on shaky ground if you don't have the foundation. Boom. Mic drop. drop. The end. Jump the Done. mic. Seriously. No, but um, and yeah, actually, I don't know I'm where gonna, I was going with that. I'm I was trying. a shout out to one of my friends. Her name is Karina. I don't know if she's listening, but hey, hey Karina. She's great. Um, but she, I was kind of dealing with something, and I texted her, and she texted me. Trust me, I know, but sometimes you have to take care of yourself to be able to take care of your goals and your responsibilities. So, Candace, you're on the right track. You know it. And, I mean, I know, guys, this is a topic that was really heavy on both of our hearts, and we just felt that we needed to... Talk about this. Start the conversation. Obviously, start the year off right. This is a conversation that could take hours upon hours. Oh my we god! We only yeah. had a few less than an hour to chat about it, and didn't get to go so much in depth. But if you guys um, want to, like we said, talk to us more. You know, yeah. follow us on Instagram, Twitter at Bossy Bonitas. And and we have so much more coming for you guys. I know mm-hmm. that we've had a little bit of a lull um, since our last episode, and we apologize for that. But we promise you that it was literally because. We want to be the best possible podcast and p- best possible host for you guys and like friends and colleagues and whatever else we are to you. Um, and we felt that we needed to do it justice. And and I think a lot of that comes in. This being our first episode coming into the new year really speaks volumes because both of us have been dealing with different things within our lives that we are trying to do what we preach, practice what we preach. So we have a lot coming your way. We're going to have more guests coming on or guests in general. We haven't had any yet. Mm -mm. We have a lot of amazing (laughs) people lined up um, and a lot of other cool things happening. And so um, just stay tuned and we should have some more coming your way within the next yeah, and if there's weeks. a like a topic that you want to talk about that you're like, hey, I don't think this is talked about um, in the Latino community a yeah. lot. I'd love to start the conversation. Or, you know, since our show is called Bossy Bonitas, we're pretty boss, you know, career advice, I anything. think that's going to be a good one for us. I yeah. think career and financial and all of those above. Got to be bosses in this in this world, guys. Got to do it. So you guys let us know. And yeah, thanks for listening. We love you guys. And stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Sé que pensarás que esto me está doliendo. Yo no estoy pensando en lo que está.